Hiya. Hi. That's two again. I forget how we do these. You know, in reality, when Fanatical Fix have something that goes accidentally over two episodes, they then release it weekly to like, it's kind of soon. That um, makes sense. I would do that, but I'm not going to. So uh, We physically can't edit that much. Know that we would have, but instead you're getting a month of smashed Hannah and Charlie. The special. I hope that's what people enjoy. Imagine if people like the worst part of this podcast is the fact that they get drunk. I wish it was a sober podcast. <laughs> they clearly both have issues. Yeah. Can anyway, they please sober up? We hope you enjoyed We have always meant to do a sober episode. We have. We have. We need to plan that in. We really do. I Make some lovely mocktails and plan day. that in. It's just a little reminder that Charlie and I are going to be attending LeakyCon Orlando July 29th to 31st. We are going to be there as special guests. We're going to be doing some things, some performances, things like that for you guys so if you are you know if you want to go to LeakyCon if you're in America if you're in Florida if you're in Orlando and you want to see us then you can do that because we're going to be there so yeah please if you're interested in coming to LeakyCon and us being there would tip you over the edge then get some tickets if you use the code goblet you get ten dollars off your ticket uh so that's exciting um but yes we are so so excited and we will be telling you more about the kind of things we'll be doing when we're there when we know um but yes it's just a little reminder that we will be attending Leon orlando july 29th to 31st whoop whoop but before we get started we have some new patrons to welcome to the team so an egotistical size thank you to emily a fuck toy size thank you to florian a Friar Tuck size thank you to Fred. A Grenade size thank you to Genevieve. An Easter Bunny size thank you to Eloise. A Kimchi size thank you to Kimmy. An Elbow Skin size thank you to Ella, who has upgraded her pledge. A Pool Drain size thank you to Patrick. A Stratosphere size thank you to Super Banana. A Sizeable thank you to Sentry. An Anaconda size thank you to Alex. A Limousine size thank you to Layla, who is a new producer level patron. A Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds size thank you to Linda Van Dijk, Dijk? Don't know. who has upgraded her pledge. A Microphone size thank you to Mirth, who I'm not sure if I pronounce incorrectly. A Mile High Club size thank you to Maddie. And a really large size thank you to RMG. Welcome to part two of chapter... This was five, wasn't it? Chapter five? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it was... The episode where we finally get to... Chapter five. Woo! Psych with the last episode. If you thought we were drunk in the last one, get ready for this bad boy. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, enjoy it. Goblet of wine. <laughs> Do you want more moonshine? Yeah, that's great. I love that moonshine. Another shot has been poured. We're going to talk about the chapter eventually. Okay, we're going to talk about the chapter. Oh. It hurts my lips. Oh. It hurts my liver. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Okay, I'm drunk now. Yeah, okay, anyway. so where were we? So, so, so okay. Mr. Weasley he arrives back. And, and can we talk does... about Molly, the Molly Okay, yeah, bit. so he does the That's whole... That's a great... I love that bit I... so much. He does the it whole security questions. And <laughs> it makes this me leads laugh. me on to something particularly relevant to you guys. Do you guys know about the concept of walk? And not... Rock. Don't pronounce it like that. Rock. Like literally like rock. Like or with also the w. known as wizard rock. Wizard rock. Are you guys familiar that this is unfortunately is a thing? 
No. Mm. Okay, so, okay, okay. I'm just gonna, like, transform into 12-year-old me here. Wizard Rock very much was a thing back, like, 10, 15 years ago. When, like, the fandoms were at peak, yikes. And it also, there was also Doctor Who Rock, which was Troc, because it was TARDIS Rock. Right. So there was Wizard Rock and TARDIS Rock, and it was... Yep. Trust me, I want to blow my own brains out. Uh, unfortunately, I was uh, probably about 12 at the time. And, yeah, Wizard Rock was, like, a thing that I listened to and there was an entire song called Molly Wobbles. Yeah. It's basically a genre of music that is not rock music, but it's not people which is wrote, hilarious that it's called wizard rock, but, but people it, none wrote, of it was rock. But people wrote <laughs> songs about Harry Potter and, and one of them was called Molly Wobbles. And it's honestly I implore anyone listening to this to look it up on YouTube because it's this it's special. Very, <laughs> very sweet video of this girl just like with an acoustic guitar singing this Molly Wobble song. And honestly, this was a tune when I was 12. This was like all I listened to. But now I just like, upon the, like reading this, I was like, I have to go back and listen to that song. And it's it's very much like a woman with an acoustic guitar 15 years ago recording it on two megapixels on YouTube. And it's very, very sweet. But yeah, there was this song, Molly Wobbles, and this was like the peak of wizard rock. And I really hate the fact that my brain has not only knows this information, but has retained this retained information. Retained it, yeah. Um, I, love, yeah. I love how he chooses that as his question, because he knows that people are going to hear that question. I, I literally wrote down that the Wheezes is people who have never not had someone in their exactly, house. Like, yeah. they are yeah. an open-door house. It's an open-door household. And like the fact that she's embarrassed about this question, obviously they've heard this question a million times yeah. because that's their 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 standard one. question. Yeah. But they, I can't imagine a time when they ever don't have some sort of guest in their house, and yet they're like, yeah, the question's going to be the name you call us when we're alone. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> but then you more... think it's going to be something terrible, and it's just. Molly Wobbles and I love I love the word mortified she's mortified isn't yeah. she when she turns around she says she's absolutely mortified so because, because like, Molly Wobble is so lovely there's it's that so part lovely. of the film where it's like four times in three minutes or something that she says the word daddy and it scars me like honestly like rewatch I think is it the fourth it's film it's the where fifth film fifth film where she just repeatedly says the word daddy she just keeps referring to Arthur as daddy and I'm right. just like why did the script writer do this she's just like daddy how are you daddy daddy yes daddy and you're just stop, stop doing it and then so it could be worse he could be like <laughs> What do we call each other when we're no alone? And she's like, "Mummy." But like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. thankfully, it's not that. I'm gonna rip my what own would eyes be the out. worst? What would be the worst thing? Mummy. Would it be? Would it be mummy? Uh, I, think, I can think of some worse. worse ones. Yeah, I want like to imagine mistress <laughs> would be worse. No, I want to imagine that's the worst. <laughs> Mr. Weezy essentially by doing this is he says that he's following government protocol to set a good example. And my entire note was, unlike our actual government. Like, none of them with the COVID thing. They were like, oh, let's set these rules. Mr. We Weezy, don't have to follow them, Mr. Right? Weezy, oh. Mr. Weezy is the type of man, though, that would be massively promoting everyone around him who would be breaking the rules, but he would still be following oh, them. Oh, absolutely. That just yeah. him. He's the opposite of the Bojo. But then, yeah. like, it just tickles Jones. me the idea of Arthur being like, we have to follow these rules. And then, like, somehow there's, like, Michael Gove just being like, yeah, But there was something very uniquely new labour about the way she would describe, you know, 
Oh, I oh, mean, yeah. JK is new labor the to entire way through. Yeah. yeah, she is. She's third wave feminist, new labor. Yeah, the, d- died in the world. Die, die hard, <laughs> new labor. Yeah. yeah, you're spot on. Yes, yeah. die hard, Correct. Tony Blair Stan. Okay, so yeah. he's okay. he's burnt he's he's burnt yet again his mouth on some <laughs> some kind of liquid food. Do we Molly's go like, go up to bed. I've got you Fred and George Shoon, which I'm really sorry. I'm going to get into the, just the, the geography of the Weezy's house. I'm so sorry to have to do this at this no, drunken no, no, stage. No, I'm ahead. so into the Okay, okay, okay. So, so in okay. Let's get into this. Okay. So the Weezy's have seven children. They clearly do not have enough rooms for the seven children no. because by the time that Harry first goes to stay at the Weasleys, Bill and Charlie have already moved out and they are already not enough rooms because Harry stays with Ron and Fred and George have a shared room. Yeah. That makes sense. They're twins, twins share rooms. Like whatever sure. twins I've babysat, share rooms. But they clearly only have a certain amount of children's rooms because Harry has to share with Ron. He doesn't stay in Bill and Charlie's empty room. Yes. So there aren't enough empty rooms. But Fred and George are now moved out. So Harry stays in Fred and George's room. Who's But Hermione is already there. (laughs) For some fucking reason. So where's Hermione staying? Why is she staying in Ginny's room if she arrived first? If Harry is in Ron's room? No, where? Fred and George's room. If Harry is in Fred and George's room, where is Fleur staying? Where is Bill in Bill's room? Yeah. Now Bill that's... doesn't have a room anymore. Because, oh, yeah. because Percy's if... room? Percy's room. Percy's room. Percy's room. You Percy's see... room. So Bill and Fleur are in Percy's room. Yeah. And Mrs. Weasley said, yeah, Hermione could stay in a room in a room because she writes first. But why? <laughs> I'm going to give that room to Harry and Hermione can stay with Ginny. And Bill and... I was just trying to work out the order of... I mean, you might as well pull Harry with Ginny. Yeah. (laughs) So there's not enough room for the children in these houses, the point I was trying to make. And I was trying to map out what children are in what room, but it's fine. Hedwig... So he arrives in Fred and George's room and it's filled with boxes. But what else it's filled with is Hedwig, who he just specifically describes as waiting for him until she goes on her nighttime hunt, which... I love Hedwig. Very cute. Tender. It's a tender scene. It's a tender scene. So then he goes to sleep and the next morning he wakes up. He is such a drama queen. He's like, it's as if like a fucking bomb went off and it's like, it was just Ron waking you up. Ron is that loud. Why does Ron have to slap him in the head? (laughs) This is my note. Why do you you slap Harry in the head? Slaps him upside the head. Why do you slap me in the head? It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Controversially, I'm going to say, if I could wake every night with someone slapping me, I'm fine with that. I like that. Okay, okay, okay. So Ron wakes Harry by... Slapping yeah. him Slapping the head, yeah. obviously. Yeah. While he wrenches the curtains open, which, what, why, why, why? And Hermione, I feel like that was Hermione doing the curtains. Ron yeah, was Hermione, just like, get up, you little say, bitch! It doesn't say. It doesn't say who opens the curtains. Hermione then sits on the end of his bed while Ron sits somewhere else. And they start talking to him. So that, this is the beginning of the next morning. This is before Harry gets his boner. I thought Hermione was in a box. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, this is the morning. Harry's boner. Chapter no, no, no. five. Because I, I mean, I'm looking. I thought Hermione sits in a box. I'm looking at my notes, but I don't have any because I'm not a man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do men just get it? You're not a man. I don't know. Do men just get it immediately? 
Genuinely. You what? guys have to answer. I'm sorry. Is he just, is this run slap him upside the head and he gets a boner? I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Okay, talking no, no, from I, my I, personal I, I, experience. I'm, I'm, if someone slaps me, then... Not you. I'm okay. being preemptive with Fleur walking into the room. Yeah, it's Fleur. It's Fleur. It's Fleur. It's Fleur. what you're saying, we're not going off the slap. But no, we're going not, off flat. Maybe, I'm the not slap, saying, maybe the slap gave him tremors. But this poor man has like a, a sitcom level of fast people of walking into the room. He's like, oh, it's yeah. my best friends. That's fine. Oh, now Ginny's here. I might fancy her. Oh my God, now it's Fleur. Oh my yeah. God, now it's Mrs. Weasley who's bringing me breakfast. Oh, good Lord. Oh I'm, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. We know that Harry has mommy issues. <laughs> Oh, God. He's like, mummy, sorry, mummy, sorry, mummy, sorry. Uh... Yeah, so Ron hits him upside the head. Ron and Hermione are there, and they discuss Harry is the chosen one, possibly thing, which we talked about yeah. much earlier in the episode. But then, like, pretty quickly, like, Ginny and Hermione start to be like, that fucking bitch. And Harry's like, that's a that's a bit extreme. Of course, about, yeah, because like, he, he gets him mixed up he with the mum. Yeah, the <laughs> and then it, it's like not until Ron starts to be like, hey, I, like, you know, like... She's fit when Harry's she's like... She's fit, but like, and Harry's like... That's a very weird way to talk about your own mum. I mean, Mrs. Weasley's fit. But. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, we have a reoccurring Molly joke Wales. about Harry just, like, being a f- dumb fucking bitch because he <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. So, yeah, in this scenario, I just picked Harry being, like, really fucking dumb, but he's like, I don't think that Ron is talking about his mum here. <laughs> but the fact that he's like, that is a really weird way for Hermione to talk about Mrs. Lewesby, like, calling her self-centred. Yeah. But he's still going with it until Ron goes lay off her she's like i don't know something about her looks when he's like yeah this might not be about ron's mother yeah but it's also it's it's that like and it's so true to the time don't get me wrong but it's it's that level of like internalized misogyny that when there is like you're like 14 and there's like an attractive female about that you're like what a bitch that slut just because she's like an attractive female and you've been so like internalized into that le- like level of patriarchy that you're just like this must be a bitch and then you grow up and you're just like no she's fine like yeah there are there are like different levels to Fleur because she does do some things which are patronizing absolutely. like I mean, in she, the she chapter does do she some pretty dicky stuff like she she knows that Fleur is not like necessarily on the level necessarily yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. And, she, and, and Harry and Ginny that's there's already the sparks there and Ron and Hermione yeah and she's coming in and messing with the whole program yeah she is she's yeah. coming into this family who are so they've got a vibe yeah, they've got the a vibe. She's a good vibe, and and then she's coming and she's messing with the whole shit. She's like, yeah. she's you know, but none of them. She's 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 too ethereal she... for the for the borough. But yeah, there's yeah. like but also uh, yeah. there's like two levels because like Fleur is coming at a level that none of them are at. Like there's nothing to do here apart from cleaning, and it's like yeah, there is if you take part. Yeah. But then on the other side, none of them are trying with her. Like yes, we. We know Hermione has only arrived two days ago and her and Ginny are not even trying to evolve, involve her in conversation. Yes. And she is the stranger to the family and they yeah. are very used and to like, the family. I understand the perspective where she's literally like, Molly is in the room and like Fleur fucking whips her in the face yeah. with her face. Absolutely. That is like not okay. Like how would you ever think that's but she's, okay? But throughout the whole book, she's she's described her as quite like sort of, sort of not stuck up, but like quite like, quite like. French. 
quite French. And I'm yes. French, so that's fine. So I, I can, I can, you Stop know. Stop offending the French. Nick can handle it. I can handle it. <laughs> pull back, like, the, but, pull yeah, back but, the French offensive. But like, but, like, but, but the, throughout the whole books, especially in book four with the, with the whole Fleur offensive, she's described as this kind of very, you know, she's not arrogant, but she's, she's, she's very self-centered. Yeah. Like she's, she's a celeb. She is. She? She's, she's a celeb. celeb. She but is. Like, she is. But also like, is she, or is she just like a woman that knows her own value as you would be if you were a fucking Vila? Like, come on. Sure. I do, you know. And, and, it's just not on the level. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, she's and not on the level. I do think that this is part of like the eternal, like British versus French yeah, I like that. Bloody, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. thing. And as much as, you know, like we joke about it on the podcast, yeah, like this is very representative of that fact. Mm. But yeah, like the fact that she literally like whips Mrs. Wheezy in the face with her hair, obviously not not okay. But also the fact that, you know, in a few lines time, like a lot of the female characters are just like, but she's so dumb. And then Harry and Ron have to be like, but is she? Because, you know, she was still the chosen one in terms of the Goblet of Fire. Well, I think sure. Molly, Molly says it in a in a little bit further from where we are, but but she's just saying, ah, they haven't been together very long. I think they think people are rushing into things because it's a dark time and everyone thinks they mm. might be dying soon. So everyone's just... She, she's she's showing her cards there as a mother. Yeah. Saying, this person isn't quite the vibe for the Weasleys. Totally, yeah. yeah. And, I, 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 don't think, I don't think Molly's in the wrong in this chapter. I think it's Ginny and Hermione ganging. Yeah. Not that I think that Ginny and Hermione are totally in the wrong because Flirt is being patronised. I think but all also, the women are I in the wrong slightly. Well, they, they, you... they, they know that she's a potential sort of... Threat. Bro- a threat. A Hermione but also, is like, like, I'm sorry, what are the ages here of Ginny and... Hermione's um, about to turn 17. Ginny's, Ginny's about to turn 16. Fifth. Yeah. Like, I'm I don't sorry. understand why they can't enjoy the Ron and Harry just like, just being able to just bask a little bit in the beauty of No, they're, they're like, so jealous you know, both like, of they're, them. They're not, like, no. They're, they're like, not in there. You know, yeah. it's not going to happen. Like yeah. she's already engaged. She's she's, she's spoken for. Yeah. So like, you know, just let them let them enjoy yeah. how lovely she let is. Let them enjoy yeah. the hot woman. Like, yes. This is the thing. Absolutely. Like I just I just think at that age, whilst I can absolutely understand like the internalized like misogyny. Absolutely. Like you, at, when you're 15 or 17, you just hate any female. Like you just do. Yeah. I especially like, Hermione as a, as a as a female. Yeah. yeah. Hermione in this chapter. Right. Okay. It's meant to be like. Hermione is always viewed to us as quite a like feminist, forward-thinking character, but in this chapter, she strides across the other s- side of the room and offends Fleur because she clearly fancies Ron. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but she's dumb. Fleur yeah. isn't dumb. And I'm Fleur is like, not dumb. And that's the worst threat to Hermione, the idea that Fleur is also yeah, yeah, very yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Yes, like, exactly. It's a threat to Hermione. Fleur isn't she's dumb the... at all. She she's just is quite arrogant. Like, yeah. that yeah. is that. Fleur, I mean, and, and exactly. Fine. That's the thing. She is a bit arrogant. Yeah. So yeah. She didn't yeah. have any time. And there's nothing wrong with Fleur. We're we're saying Hermione is in the wrong at this point because Hermione is the one that's striding across the other side of the room. You're 15 to 17. Absolutely. Like, you're in the wrong because, like, you have been brought up to to view other women as, as a threat as competition sure and this is what's going on with Ginny and Hermione yeah at sure. this moment they're, they're viewing for Fleur as competition so then when it comes to Harry actually being like actually you know she's actually quite intelligent or she wouldn't have been picked for totally. you know the Goblet of Fire flip it round though if Crumb was knocking about in the burrow I think Harry and Ron would be a bit like uh, but also what are you doing here like messing up our whole programme 
like I would yeah. have loved that. Crumb. I would have. I love the crumb comes back in book seven for that whole yeah, dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I true, absolutely love that. Yeah, and, Ron, and Ron's just like, nah. Ron's like, <laughs> oh, dance with <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah dance and like, with I do me. like. Crumb is like the ultimate like himbo. Like we love him. But poor Harry, up. because everyone has piled into this room. Why would <laughs> he have a massive raging erection? Yeah, he's got a semi. He's got a, a raging semi. Harry pulls his duvet <laughs> up to his. Well, yeah. Fleur comes in with some eggs. She comes in with some eggs. Because I literally wrote that, like, Harry is like, nice. oh my god, don't you? Nice. Um, Harry, I literally wrote that. <laughs> Harry is. Jake Rowling was really trying to go in with, like, classic teenage boy, but, like, what do teenage boys like? Women and breakfast. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I've got it. And just, was it to just to finish off the picture of perfection she was carrying some breakfast so harry pulls off his blanket here causing hermione and Ginny to fall to off fall. the bed <laughs> damn you fuck you fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i got okay. hard on can i play devil's advocate here in terms of harry's harry's um, erection raging bone raging yeah. bone please uh, do he I Doesn't have just, a raging boner, he does. Well, <laughs> he may well do, but it's already covered by the duvet at this point anyway. I think he's pulling it up to hide his nips. Because <laughs> he's I got three he... of them, right? Yeah. yeah. He's got another. He's pulling a Chandler. He's got <laughs> yeah. a third. I think he's, I think he's sort of just, got, he's gone to sleep with just his boxes on. Mm. Or maybe he goes fully. I mean, this is a whole Yeah, world. maybe he does. Do you think he sleeps in the... But no, I think Harry's just, he's in his covering boxes. his modesty. You know, it's not like it's not got his bone out. Yeah, but to Ron That's Hermione, he up. can have his nips out. Like it's fine. But as soon as Fleur walks in the room, he's like. Ah! But really, <laughs> what he should do is he should own it in that moment and be like, "These are my nips. You These are my nips." I'm gonna pull the I'm gonna pull the duvet down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, show you that I'm so unfazed. <laughs> this is me. Fleur, you may be going out with a 27 year old, but this is me as a 17 year old. Here is my seven. Also, to move on to Fleur. Yeah. Sorry. She's 20, canonically. Yeah. And Molly is like concerned because they've only known each other a year. But in the like, end of the day, like, it does work again, out. Because like Lily and James also, like they were 21 when they were married with a that's the crazy. That's the crazy, exactly. that's the crazy time. When, yeah. you look at, when you look at the age thing, yeah. and they're so young. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, you, I mean, you think of Lily and James as like always as like these incredible adults. Like, yeah, and, and actually, they were baby children. Give time. They didn't give them. She didn't give it enough time. Really, yeah, the they're fresh out of Hogwarts. Because yeah, they're they are fresh out of Hogwarts. Like, I'm 27 now, and like if I got pregnant tomorrow, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm I'm a child bride. <laughs> Legend. Um, but like, yeah, man. if I got pregnant tomorrow, genuinely, at like the eight, grand old age of 27, I genuinely You'd be, be a like, child bride. I yeah. am a child bride. Yeah. And they're 21, they're like 21. and they're 21 and they're seeing, they seem as these, like these golden sort of, you know, adult figures. Yeah. But they're children. I they're children. genuinely, we talked about this last episode, I genuinely do not think that JK Rowling can do maths. Because we talked about how in the mm. last episode, she essentially scrabbles to be like, yeah, so, um, Wizards turn at eight, like turn off age at seventeen, not eighteen, and we think this is because she suddenly realised that it didn't add up. That yeah, if she it's wanted Harry sudden. to like leave at seventeen when the protection broke, that she had it had to be a year earlier, and I think that she also didn't realise it's about just 
Jake and Arlene can't do maths. Like, I this isn't we did, we did, we had I don't think we the had, bitch can count. <laughs> we had an interesting conversation earlier. My partner was doing just some incidental kind of research because she was like, okay... Harry's birthday is July the 30th. I'd say your partner If, if your partner on. was doing this research, I want to be best friends with them. Can yeah, she, yeah. She, she, I mean, she, 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 she's, she's a Slytherin, so she, She's a Slytherin. Yes! Slith. But she was doing this in like the most casual way. Uh, July the 31st is Harry Potter's birthday. Voldemort, born on the, born on the 31st of December, New Year's Eve. Um, Harry's parents killed on Halloween the 31st of October. And she was like, what is the... Obsession the thing with, with the, the end of the month. Yeah. Well, yeah, what is it? What is it? It figures that Rowling has the same birthday as Potts. Of course she, she does. She gave him the same birthday. And, and that's why, the, you yeah. know. I mean, it so happens that Halloween and New Year's Eve are on the 31st of the month. But mm. there's something kind of cool about that. She's yeah. sort of, you know. I mean, I always take great delight in the fact that me and the actor that plays Voldemort were born on the 22nd of December in Ipswich. The same hospital. Gosh darn. Admittedly, very different years. Me and yeah, that, yeah. Mr. Ralph Fiennes. I don't know how Fiennes. Fiennes. But, um, but, but yeah, yeah Jake, Jake Rowling definitely, def- definitely has something with like the end of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, she's, she's got it going. She gave, she gave her protagonist the same birthday. That's self. pretentious. Like, that is. That's the ultimate like self-wanky little... Yeah. Sorry. Even before J.K. Rowling turned out to be a terrible person, that's really pretentious yeah, to do it that. Is. I love it, but it's pretentious. Nick's not into that, though. We like it. Why not give your protagonist? <laughs> well, why not? Oh, <laughs> to be fair, why not? If it's your yeah. series, you've created this person, why not? Like, I, I, before she turned out to be a quite a terrible person, I was kind of like, why not? But also, if you're going to come yeah. up with this whole story, do it. Like, People absolutely. always say, write what you know. And I absolutely agree. Until you turn out to be like a transphobic, hit, like, awful person. And then I'm like, just stop writing. Yeah. But like, <laughs> until, until, that, until that point, I'm like, do whatever the fuck you want. Does like, anyone want I more beer? Does mm. anyone want more beer? Should you I want more beer? We haven't, about, we haven't talked about the fact that Ginny has decided to call Fleur Flem, which Rigid as a genius. child, it's just genius. It's so good. Like, it's oh, so good. It's, it's I mean, so good. But, that, but children are great at bullying other people. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing yeah. about um, children. I mean, children are the as a 27-year-old, I am still great at No, you're not. You're people. a terrible bully. You're a really bad bully. I'm really good at oh, bullying people. Oh, you're really people. gentle and soft to the people you intend to bully. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the thing, the observation I had this morning thinking about it was calling the, the entire chapter an excess of phlegm mm. yeah I have, it's really I, grotesque I, I, have, I, have an issue, I have an issue with it on, on on two levels one is that it's just a not very nice sounding thing for I don't mm. want to read that chapter it's called an excess of phlegm yeah <laughs> and second secondly the um the idea that fleur is phlegm there's not an excess of fleur yeah in that, in that it's in a very reasonable amount she, she sort of drops in yeah. So it's not an exit. It's but I guess like, I guess the point is that any amount of phlegm yeah, is, is, too is, is too much phlegm. phlegm. I know. I just, <laughs> but yeah, Fleur is offended by everyone in the chapter, which I feel bad like, about. But then the really rude bit of the chapter is we're all like, let's compare Tonks and Fleur. <laughs> oh, and yeah, Hermione and Ginny are like, let's pose yeah, and let's who women against each other. And it's, oh, and I just, like, I just, I don't understand because it's like, as much as I know that J.K. Rowling is awful at writing romance, it's like she just picks this whole Tonks and Lupin thing out of essentially, like, 
there's too much looping and serious shipping going on. So she's like, I need to give one of them like an affiliation to stop these gay rumours because being gay is a sin. So she's like, okay, let's give Lupin tonks. And because it becomes so out of absolutely nothing. Like at this point, you don't even know that these two characters have met, that she's suddenly like, okay, they're getting married. So then she is clearly aware of this fact. So she's like, let's cause loads of drama in their relationship. So she's just like, okay, we need to start like putting Tonks in. But it's like so weirdly done. It's like Tonks is here because, okay, she's sad about Sirius's death. And everyone just assumes for several chapters that she's just being mentioned because she's yeah, sad. Yeah, that gets that strung along. Is... Let's get strung along in kind of a half hour. Yeah, role, yeah. And it? then yeah. it's like, oh, turns yeah. out she doesn't actually care that her cousin is dead. She just really yeah, so she, she has, she's cold about that. She's cold. So she hates she, really, serious. I really yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted it's to come bit, from this from a, a really crap, neutral standpoint because I'd always quite liked Tonks and Sirius. Like I had kind of. I like, can't. Tonks and Sirius. Well, like as you an mean item. the cousins. You mean you love incest? Shut up, Tonks and Remus. Love I, incest. <laughs> Harry Potter incest. I have spent too much time on Pornhub. Is that fine? Uh, is it also actually us stuck in a washing machine? Shut up. <laughs> I had always quite liked Tonks and Remus. I never mm. had that much of an issue with it. And then when we started this podcast, people started messaging me and started talking about Tonk. No, about Sirius. Yeah. And Remus. And I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to really watch out for this. I'm going to really look into what is going on with their relationship. And they are absolutely right. Five books of Tonks and Remus not interacting Mm. in the slightest. And then book five starts and Tonks is clearly very sad. And you're like, oh no, like a character is going through an adult emotion of being really depressed. And like literally the text described it as depressed. It's not just sad, mm. it's depression. Mm. And Hermione gives a really good explanation of, yeah, Sirius was her cousin and she didn't know him for that long, but she feels guilty over his it's death. Survivor's guilt. Or survivor's whatever, yeah. guilt. Yeah. She, and I'm like, yeah, that's a really good explanation. She's, and then in the last she's... chapter of book six, it's like, no, no. She just wants to bang she the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> no, no. That yeah. was really No, Hermione's description is so much better than the actual. <laughs> what are you talking about? That she was in love with Lupin the whole time. Where is this like, coming from? Like, just. I'm even, sorry. I am waiting for this to make yeah. sense, and it doesn't. It it's, really doesn't. It's so, like, you can tell that J.K. Rowling knew about all the serious and loop. Lupin shipping and just was like no and like how dare there be a gay couple no Tonks is for some reason there I hate it so much yeah like because especially in my brain like Tonks and I'm not basing this on the films I hate the film interpretation of Tonks but like to me like Tonks in the film like as a like you know bisexual woman like Tonks for me in the films was this absolutely iconic strong amazing couldn't give a fuck like bisexual woman and then like just the films and the books just kind of resorted her in the end to this like but she loved this man and that became her entire personality and I'm like give me a female character that like their entire arc wasn't about a man please like Tonks was so 
obviously It was a bit wasted, queer. wasn't it? It was a wasted opportunity. I, yeah. I totally agree. Even, especially in terms of, like, even if you view her in terms of, like, gender, let alone sexuality, like, the fact that she could transform whatever she wanted, like, and, like, this is so clearly, like, a non-binary I feel character. like I feel like in book five there was some cool shit with Tong. She was yeah. cool in book five. She was cool in book five, and then in book six it was just a bit like, yeah. nah. She was set out to be so yeah. cool, like, literally, yeah. what, like, all of, like, and, you know... I read Harry Potter and listened to Harry Potter from an age before I could even understand the concept of sexuality. And then I got to a certain age, probably around the same age that I could actually fucking read for myself because I was dyslexic. But literally probably the same age that I like learned to read was the same that I age that I was like, okay, I think I'm not straight. <laughs> like, and then I was like reading about like Tonks and I was just like, oh, she's with a man. Right. Like, it's so disappointing when she's so cool and it's just like and then she loved this old man and don't get me wrong like as a bisexual woman that's absolutely the arc that every bisexual woman goes through where it's just like oh my god i'm amazing like i'm attracted to all of the genders and you know there's this old man that i'm attracted to so then hermione gets punched in the face to be fair As good segue, good segue. It was a good segue. It made me laugh. <laughs> um, but... but like, why? Like, what in the plot of this chapter ne- necessitates uh, Hermione being punched in the sometimes, face? Sometimes, Hannah, you just have to put women in their place. <laughs> but like, I kind of read this and I was like, okay, Hermione gets a black eye and it can't be removed. Like, it's explicitly stated that Miss Susie can't remove this black eye. So I was kind of expecting <laughs> some sort of thing in the next chapter where it's like... It necessitates Hermione having a black eye. No. Yeah. No. There's nothing. Hermione just has a black eye because yeah. she's just been she's punched just in like, the face. Well, How dare a woman eye. have her, like, opinion? <laughs> like, she's just been punched in the face by a random oh, telescope. so bad. <laughs> and also Ron's reaction immediately is to stifle laughter. Yeah. yeah. Not, not so bothered, mean. Like, she's not Which is, like, a very film Ron moment because like yeah. Ron traditionally in the films is the one that's just like being a fucking arsehole but then you yeah. read him in the books but this is one of the few moments you read the books and you're like oh yeah he's totally an arsehole ultimately he is quite insensitive as as a character oh yeah, yeah. Ron I, I maintain Ron... is awful all the time <laughs> yeah, Ron, Ron is always a bit of a dick isn't yeah. he he's Harry, a bit uh, of Harry's a, dick. a blank piece of paper Ron is awful and Hermione's Hermione is just Hermione's the best incredible. one Hermione's incredible Hermione is just obviously the best perfect one perfect in every way just like a little like <laughs> bully <laughs> little yeah so then Hermione gets a punch to be like stabbing and going yolo and Ron's actually a second later he's like well my mum can like fix it up for you straight away so yeah so she can't so, but also like pain is still can't. pain is the issue yeah, you know yeah, 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 like yeah, it totally. doesn't matter if that you're having an unpleasant experience here I'm not going to laugh in your face about it. Yeah, but he does. Cause <laughs> I've never laughed at anybody who's been in pain and I've seen other people do it and it's bad. When no, you, I when think you I see d- someone like fall over in the street and someone's like, <laughs> no, no, I, no, I've no. never done that. Before. It depends no, no, what kind of fall. Yeah. It depends what kind of fall. Yeah. It really depends yeah. what kind of fall. Does it really though? Yeah, yeah. If someone does a funny really? fall, it's funny. If okay, it, so that's If funny. it's like a Monty Python, like Ministry of Silly Walks kind of fool, yeah, yeah. like then, yeah. Our, our producer <laughs> a couple of days ago just f- fell off a chair in a very funny way. <laughs> and one, we all laughed a lot. One and, of my... he, and it turned out he was actually a little bit hurt from the <laughs> oh, no. Shots. Oh, shots. Yeah. You're like, oh, shots. <laughs> and if you did, you Goblet did. Goblet of wine. Shots, okay, shots, shots. Okay, here okay. we go. 
Go yeah. to wine. Are you going to be able to get home? I'm going to a party after this. My breath smells like like someone's stuck. Someone, someone's literally like petrol down my throat. <laughs> um, yeah. um, Welcome to the goblet of wine. Welcome to the goblet of wine. <laughs> okay, so, so she's they're in bed. They're in, they're bed. in bed. She's just been yeah. punched in the she's face. She's just been punched in the face, and we and know like, that Ron is still strange from the family. Yeah, Ron, um, Percy. Percy. Percy, Thank yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Percy, 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 who's just is a bit of a dick. Yes, but also, like, I have no time for Percy. No, like, he, whenever we talk about Percy, we've been kind of ruined by meeting Chris. Um, yeah, because he's like the so nice... So Percy's fine, Percy's fine, he abandons his family. Percy, he's fine, he's fine, he abandons his family. Percy, 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 Percy. But Chris is like amazing. Chris is so like... <laughs> no, Percy is morally grey. Percy is a great, morally grey character the same way that Slughorn is because Percy has decided to stay estranged from the family because as Dumbledore says, it is harder to forgive someone who was wrong than was right and Which that is, is so true it's so true it's like i don't get this because harry is so confused by this but i absolutely understand like it's so easy to forgive someone for being wrong if but they're it's right, such, right so it's, difficult it's, it's so in, in true. one sentence encapsulates so many problems with yeah, families yeah yeah it's so many problems with Christmas, basically. Oh, Christmas! Yeah. <laughs> like, that just, like, oh, sum, sums up everybody's oh, Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like, it's just, it's such a good way of putting it, isn't it? And every family has been through this issue, like... But, like, yeah, like, a lot of people have been through this issue of, like, families infighting over minor things for being wrong or being right, and it is easier to forgive someone for being wrong for being right. And Percy is in that situation, totally. even though he is yeah. not a bad person he is still estranged for the family because he hasn't had the guts to apologise which I fully yeah. understand because he believed he was in the right it is the goblet of wine <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give one of those kind of like one of those like mid you've got live jingles <laughs> I love this goblet of wine and we're having lots of fun talking about Harry Potter but not really talking much about Harry Potter <laughs> That's more like, like, this is the goblet of wine. <laughs> like, I don't think, like, a more, like, sort of pagan thing. No, go ahead, go ahead. This please. is, this is. <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna get it right, I'm gonna get it right. This is. <laughs> I'm not gonna get it I'm right. Sorry I'm sorry for how long ago. I would do, like, a more pagan kind of, like, this is the Neil goblet of wine. Guitar in anticipation. <laughs> um, should like, we do no, these shots? Like, Let's the do these shots. Let's do shots. No, no, if I do more shots, I'll die. So, yeah, Harry goes downstairs. And Mrs. Weasley cannot get the black eye off Hermione, which again, like yeah. I feel like it was written in for a plot reason, it's where it so just odd. isn't. It just like it sticks out like a sore thumb. Exactly, not to like be very like literal about it. Like but... I feel like it's almost like a time turner, but like Hermione with the black eye and Hermione without the black eye. Yeah, but no, that's not the reason. It's, 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 it's worth skipping over. It's so it's so nothing is. Yeah, exactly. But it's only nothing. Fred and George can get rid of the black eye later in the book. Exactly. Right? With, with, yeah. their, with their balm, their soothing balm that they they put on it. Exactly. Because yeah. Right. So the the three of them are pacing nervously around the kitchen because the owls are about to come. The owl results. And they finally spot three owls in the distance and they're flying towards the window. So the three of them are standing there and Hermione's like holding both of their arms. Like, oh my God, mm. the owl resort's about to come. 
And the three of them are standing there and the owls are flapping towards them. Flapping. And none of them realise we might need to open the window to let these owls through. And finally, Mrs. Weasley, right yeah. at the last minute, is like, I'll just open this window. Yeah. Like the fucking GCSE results. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because they care so much about them. And in yeah. my time, I'm just like, these do not matter. I think, I think it's fair to say I cared more about finding out what their OWL results were than my own GCSE results. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I just, like, they don't matter. They don't. Like, I don't care oh, what I mean, anyone Oh, they says. mattered, but, like, they didn't matter as much as what the three of their no. OWLs would be. Like, also, can we talk about their scale that they use for Oh, the it's not yeah. Because yeah. I could talk about that for, for such a long time. Yeah. I, first of all, I love... That if you are rubbish, you're a troll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that really would have been me. Troll poor. Uh, uh, it... Poor is great. There's, poor a, is there's, a, there's such incredibly broad. Dreadful. Yeah. Is it troll dreadful. poor and yeah, dreadful? dreadful? There's nothing more posh than that. Just like dreadful. Dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, the, but the worst of the worst is you're a fucking but like, troll. It's the same thing as nowadays. Because like my sister's a teacher now and she talks about like, oh, this person got a one and this person got a three. And I'm like... It's not. It's not as much. What? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, can you either explain this in terms of like an A star, A, B, C, or can you please explain this in terms of like a troll or There's... a dreadful? Like I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like a one, two, three. Yeah. Also, yeah. how broad is 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 exceeds expectations? Because that's quite. Yeah. Broad. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I and, and someone says. Exceeds who expectations? That's so subjective. Of like, someone it... says I I, ex- I exceeds expectations to everything because I at least turned up. I think it's one yeah. of the, the Weasley like, twins. Like it, it's absolute that. bollocks. Like you can exceed expectations because we thought you weren't even gonna. Turn up to the What's the phrase? I'm so I'm so drunk at this point. I can't I can't think of what, what the parallel I'm trying to. Think I don't know why you're drunk. Respect, you're, oh, we've been we've drunk. been shotting moonshine for the last three hours. It's a it's a double edged sword. It's a mean it's a mean positive. What's the phrase? Yeah, when someone says something that is a lovely thing to say, but it's couched in something. Oh yeah, yeah. What is the phrase? I don't know. Okay, well, th- but that's what exceeds expectations. Is. Yeah. yeah. This is the second one down from the best one. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's bonkers. You, it's like a nonsense measure of yeah. ability. Because it, it pulls up a lot of the people that should be crap, and it pulls down a lot of the people that should be good. I mean, yeah. the, whole thing, the whole thing like is whose expectations? What are the level of expectations? Yeah, it's yeah. like you exceeded expectations, but like I genuinely didn't think you would. Ex- like, like I feel like, like I feel like Neville exceeded a lot of expectations. Yeah, yeah he turned up to. But it that doesn't everyone. mean he. Did, did like, well. well. Okay, and then and and Hermione is upset. She's upset. upset. Okay, so this this will piss me off for the rest of my life. That like she got exceeds expectations in her defense against the dark arts exam. D A D A. No, she could. She should have got exa- outstanding. And the only reason why she didn't is to make Harry seem like extraordinary. That was the one yeah. exactly very good point. The, the 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 only thing that Harry got the O4 that she didn't was the one thing that he should have got and to elevate it yeah mm. she didn't get it yeah. which is bullshit because she, obviously she would have gotten it yeah. Yeah. yeah like why was she yeah. we've not been given any reason that she wouldn't give the get the highest grade um i had a funny one about this book that halfway through this book she refers to defense against the dark arts as dada mm. and there's only once in the whole of all of the thing Mm. And I think that must be an editing bit. 
Mm. It must be an editing thing because yeah. there's one one moment where, and I always thought like the editor just didn't didn't edit that. Yeah. Because it just yeah. says once it's D A D A, and it's like obviously the editor just didn't fucking edit that bit. Oh yeah. And, was just, and even Stephen Fry's like D A D A. Yeah. See, like, I yeah, thought it okay. happened in book five, but yeah, I need to it actually go in... back and check and see whether it is just in book five or just in book six or in both. Because, yeah, it definitely does. I remember saying D-A-D-A. And I'm like, because I feel like J.K. Rowling wrote it down and the editor was like, yeah, Defense Against the Dark Arts. And at one point it got missed. Because obviously you would never, if you're writing it, write Defense Against the Dark Arts every time you'd write D-A-D-A. Yeah, and obviously the editor just didn't do it once. Yeah. No. Or cut it down just D-A or like, you know, just... It's said so many times. There should have been a, a, a good, neat abbreviation that it's should have been like, used. Sorry, it only it's such once, a simpy so thing that they're like, Dumbledore's army. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, no, yeah, you're <laughs> When right. they're like 13 and then you're like... Mm. It would have overlapped there. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Hermione smashes it. Harry... Harry does slightly Harry, better than Harry Ron. Harry does like... Slightly good. better than Ron. Okay, there's a nice moment, I think, in that when they get the results of com- camaraderie between Ron and Harry, where yeah. they're just like, hey, we hey, weren't we're shit. Both, so yeah, we're a nice okay. decision to make sure that they were like pretty average. Yeah. 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 Harry's yeah. a bit of a dick when he's like, there are no O's there. I'm like, leave Ron alone. Like, yeah. there's right. no need to say there's no O's there. But yeah, it's nice that they are not, neither of them are the smartest people in the year like they're just like oh we're fine we've both passed like we're good but there's always that little bit of toxicity with Harry it's a realist there's always always that little bit of there always is yeah well Ron is deeply insecure in book five when when Ron becomes prefects and and Harry's really really kind of like jealous well not jealous about it but it sort of like gets in his craw yeah and and he's talking to the mirror and the mirror is like yeah and and there's always that little bit of competition that's bubbling on the surface I guess that comes out in book seven yeah when when you know but that's it's nice that they they equal each other out yeah little thing apart from him getting one oh it's kind of it's a lovely chill. calm moment I'd say them all receiving their results and yeah. the only the only sort of negative energy is based around a, effectively a comedy moment of Hermione, Hermione being bummed yeah. out about not having a straight which and like it's just as much as it's a comedy moment we all knew that person that got like near perfect grades mm. but they got one A instead of A star and yeah. acted as they had every gel pen they had ruined their entire life because they got an A not an but A but also star. it's so yeah. unrealistic the fact that Hermione couldn't finish two of her exams like bear in mind her astronomy exam was interrupted because Hagrid got Intercepted, assaulted, and her history of magic exam got interrupted because Harry fucking had an attack, and yet she got an outstanding in both those, but got and it sees expectations. No, yeah, (laughs) you don't believe. I do not believe this. No, it's written so that Harry is the top dog in Defense Against the Dark Arts. I'm sorry, it is. Didn't it? She she fucked up in in the third book. Yeah, it's written that Hermione like wardrobe with McGonagall coming out and yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Also, I I was slightly shocked. uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) Harry doing so well in potions on his results, I thought was a bit of a misnomer in terms of he was then going to go on and have the Snape's book and do so well in potions. He should have mm. done badly in potions. 
Especially because Snape hated him so much. Well, that's kind and of then the... he would have well, then been like, and then it would have been the incentive to be like, right, During... it's kicking off. Well, that, now that, I'm that, gonna... that's how the chapter ends. Like the chapter ends with him thinking that Snape yeah. only accepts accepts outstanding, mm. and he got exceeded expectations, so he can't get into yeah. the OW the the Newt course, which yeah. is bullshit. That individual teachers set the individual yeah. acceptance level. It's but anyway, absolute nonsense. Yeah. So the chapter kind of ends with him thinking this is the end of my aura. Yeah. But also career. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. the end of the Which chapter. Which is devastating. Yeah. Both Ollivander and Florian Fortescue have been like taken, much like in the original Taken film with, you know, Lee. Yeah. Isn't that s- almost exactly seven? the same as that? It's, it's, it's almost identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> same plot, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly yeah. the same. If you, if you want Florian Fortescue <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Florian Fortescue. I, I do. It's such a up. good name. It's just good. In fact, to be honest, if if our baby was a was a boy, we would have called called her Florian. This is my that's next baby really we have cool. together. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 That's that's. Yeah, the chapter kind of ends with Harry being like, "Oh, well, I'm pleased with my OWLs, which he should be. He got yeah, good grades. He did. Good grades, but he can't be an aura anymore. Mm-hmm. But, and he's kind but of sad he about can that. be the Quidditch team captain, which is really convenient given that every other year it's just been like, oh, the past year's team is, is you know, still going to be the thing. Yeah. And this is first team year where it's like, he's the Quidditch captain and he's got to, like, redo the team it's so for like just plot convenience it's fine it's you all know? good it's all good it's like yeah, every it's other good. year he's not had to re-audition for it he's just been in it and yeah. then this year it's like oh I'm the captain and suddenly we have to re-audition everyone like I also was really worried I remember at the time reading it that Harry being made captain at that point would sort of have to make Ron be in the team I know, I know, thing. but like, yeah. so at, wrong, at that moment, like, it was just like, but it's going to be nepotistic now. I mean, not nepotistic, yeah. whatever the friend version of nepotism is. But that's what happens <laughs> during the book. It's like, it's like, yeah. oh, he's only choosing his mates, and like, I know, but he's I, only choosing like Ginny before and that. Before that unfurled, they prove them wrong. Yeah, because they are great. Yeah, it gave me a large level of anxiety. That yeah, I get that. Yeah, because it's like he has power over Ron. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and and it's already after book five. It was just it's already on you know yeah. on um, thin ice. Weasley is our king. Maybe the most annoying <laughs> part of all of yeah. the the Harry Potter things, especially the Stephen Fry reading of Weasley is our king. Does that not annoy anyone else? Just me? Just me? Weasley is our king. <laughs> just this little yeah. deadpan version. No? Just me? Just me? No, no, no. Okay, no, 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 no. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah although yeah. I'm sure you're far more like anal about melody than I am. <laughs> yeah, but just because it's so, so, so annoying. Well, if we can stick in, in, t- in this chapter and, and scrutinise Stephen Fry's reading of this particular chapter, it reminded me, listening to the audiobook this morning, of his, his French accent he gives Fleur. It's remarkable. so. It's absolutely. It's remarkable. massive. It's huge. It's the yeah, yeah. biggest French accent he has. Harry. Yeah, it's Harry. So Harry. It's. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's like incredibly. If you could be racist about, about like, the French, it would be so racist. It's 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 not even about racism. Like, it's just it's just, it's so off-putting. How like, ridiculously gigantic yeah. his accent. I I had a good game that someone gave me years ago. I and this might be good for your listenership is it's a good game i really like this game is 
Can you name two Harry Potter's characters with the same first name? Surely there are none. Oh, there's a lot. Really? There's a bunch. There's a bunch. And I, I, I don't know if, I, if we should just leave this as like a kind of like a cue for your listeners. Until I came to editing, I had forgotten this game that was set. But please uh, pause the episode right now and send your answers in to to our Twitter. Tweet us what your answers are to this game. There is more than one, which is the kind of obvious one that's pointed out in the book. But yeah, like tweet us your answers, as many as you can think of. We'll 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 send them to flight. <laughs> Mary McKinnon <laughs> and Mary Catamol. Oh shit. Fuck you! Please don't tweet me. I know, I, I know it's not Mary McKinnon, it's Marlene McKinnon. I, you can tell I've had a lot to drink. Go away. A fist bump is, is being offered here. <laughs> That's and fucking awesome. Because, and I only well thought done. this because I saw a TikTok today of are they the same character? Because it's never confirmed that Mary, Cass- Mary McKinnon dies and is Mary McKinnon when she marries, turns into Mary McCatamol. Oh, fuck. That's the That's only so reason cool. why it's on my mind that I saw a TikTok today that is Mary McKinnon. I actually, I actually, Mary I actually prepared a few. But oh my god! Should we? Should we? Yes. I mean, this is yes. Okay, I I had five that I thought mm-hmm. of the other night okay. where I was sleeping. Um, why well, sleeping, you... sleeping when I was going to bed? Marcus Belby, Marcus Flint. Yeah, yeah. you're a massive nerd. Nicholas from Mel. Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Yep. You're a massive nerd. Shh, shut up. Ernie Prang. Ernie McMillan. Who's Ernie Prang? Ernie Prang is the driver of the night. Of course he is. You're a massive nerd. Come on now. Tom Riddle. Tom the barman. Of course. Yeah. Because Um, that's even mentioned. It's a common name. Percival Weasley. And... Percival Dumbledore. (laughs) Wait, there's a Percival Weasley? Percy. Percy. Yeah. Oh, is that like short yeah. for? Yeah. Short for oh my person, god, right? I'm very impressed. I have to say, I'm very impressed. I was thinking about this while I was going to bed, <laughs> but also, and, and I just, it just, yeah. Someone, to be someone fair, tasked me with this like ten years ago. They were like, "What about it?" Yeah. So yeah. I also, I also had a thought the other night. This is another niche one. Mm-hmm. So, in the same book, in my favorite chapter, which we are yet to talk about, chapter twenty. Do you? Or, 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 I mean, okay, can you please? Do you want to come back give, for that? Or? And also, can you please give a, like a brief summary now of why that's yeah, your favorite why, chapter? Why on earth? Because we discussed this and we were like, why is that the favorite chapter? Because it's absolute. It's an amazing chapter. But why? why? Go on, Nick. Okay, so mm-hmm. you get to see Voldemort as this as this young man who's coming up as this horrible entity, and you get to see him sort of. Manipulating Hepzibah Smith, yeah, and this is where I'll go. I'll rewind on my Hepzibah Smith thing. So he's he's he's, the, and you get to see him as this sort of grotesque man who's kind of manipulating this old woman, and then you get to see him applying for the Hogwarts job, and he's he's already done all this stuff. He's gone mm. off and he's killed all these people, and he's become this. He's split his soul, and he's there talking to Dumbledore, and it's obviously the meeting. It's the yeah. meeting between. Voldemort and Dumbledore. That's the only meeting you get apart from the kind of unsatisfying meeting that you get in book five. Which, okay, it's kind of satisfying that they have a big battle. But it's Voldemort as a young man and Dumbledore as a younger man and they're having a conversation across the table. Mm. And that for me is the most satisfying part of all the books for me. Just like these two 
the light versus the shade having an incredible conversation across the table and it's just it's just it's just so good yeah it's just mm. such good storytelling that for me is the height of the whole series it's just her getting it right yeah like okay. getting it totally right the origin story of, of the, the Voldemort thing. Because yeah. when you went to that, I was like, but the films miss it. And you're just like, okay. The films don't do yeah, they don't like even evil just because. Oh, yeah, because he's evil. Uh, but like, and, and, and Dumbledore knows everything about his, what he's doing. And it's just yeah. so perfect. He, Dumbledore just knows every move that Voldemort makes from a child. Yeah. yeah. And then you see that in that chapter. It's like, you've got, you've got, you've got these guys staying in, in Hogsmeade, like blah, blah, blah. Like you're... He just knows ahead of time exactly every move that Voldemort's going to make, yeah. and yeah. no wonder Harry wins. Yeah, and like, and I know that you guys say that Vold, Vold, that Dumbledore is grey because he's setting up Harry for, uh, you know, for death. But honestly, he he's not. He's setting up Harry for victory. He's setting up Harry to win. He's setting up Harry to live. Yeah, he yeah. knows he knows Voldemort so well, and he's setting up Harry to know Voldemort. I think. It's the best chapter because mm. he's just, it's just so good. I love it. I, I think it's yeah. brilliant. I think I, it's absolutely you are right. Brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah. I now want to get you back in with the chapter because when you mentioned it, I was like, what? And I went and Googled it. I was like, what's that special about this chapter? Do you want like, to come on good... or have we scarred you for life at this point? Well, well I, I think we do. If you I want think... to have me back for that chapter, I would love to come back for that chapter. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is my favourite fucking chapter. Okay. And also, the last thing I'm going to say about that chapter, <laughs> which is super niche, is that Hepzibah Smith, yeah. Zachariah Smith, they're definitely related. You've got to think. I mean, you they're, know, I admittedly, mean, the last thing Smith Buff, is she's like. She's got the Huffle, Hufflepuff cup. And she's. And... But Smith is such a common name. Yeah, but why wouldn't they be related? Wow. In the wisdom well, yeah. Why wouldn't they? I've got to be honest. Why wouldn't they? Like that's the only time you hear the yeah. the, the the surname Smith yeah. during the whole thing. Hepzibah Smith, yeah, and Zachariah Smith, and they're both Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff related. It's got to be surely, <laughs> yeah, no. surely, yeah, surely. No, I do agree. I do agree. Well, well on that note, soon. it's the end of yeah the, we no you're gonna somehow have to did me. like an entire chapter and i don't understand how i feel like i have one last note and it's i thank you thank you guys for humoring us in our Putting many fucking tangents about these books i love every tangent i'm glad because there were many <laughs> there were so many <laughs> thank Lime, you guys so much I would just like to say thank you very much for having us. Do you want to know? Think, oh my god! Like, thank you so much for. Do you want to like, talk a bit about where our listeners can find yeah. you, where they can listen to you, and what's coming up? If you <laughs> if you are interested in listening to our music, that that's fine. You can go and find us. It's it's fly to f o y t e. You can go and go and dig deep if you like. But no, but not... they also genuinely we're... are fucking incredible. Okay, sure, but we're not here for our music or to promote anything other than just to come and talk about Harry Potter. Okay, but also do go listen to them because they are genuinely amazing. Some, uh, and this is coming from Hannah, who exclusively listens to Taylor Swift. Anyway, like, we will put all the links to where you can yeah. find Flight in the description, and yeah. we just because go listen to them. For some reason, 
they agreed to waste their time on this. Yeah. So please do go listen. And I'm not joking. I'm the drunkest I've ever been on this podcast. So Are you that's, actually? That's their fault. Like That's quite saying something. I'm scared. <laughs> Fair <laughs> play. Um, we're all very, very drunk. And um, our sincerest apologies to, to all our listeners, both flight listeners and Goblet of Wine listeners. Goblet uh, of Wine. <laughs> uh, I but hope, like, I hope I got something out of this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I'm ending this episode here before I literally cut. I mean, several episodes. Several episodes. Two to three episodes. Two. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Kindest regards to all involved. Regards. Thank you for listening to this episode of Goblet of Wine. To find us on social media, search at Goblet of Wine Pod on Twitter or at Goblet of Wine Podcast on Instagram. We also have a website over at www.gobletofwine.co.uk where you can keep up with everything that we do. This podcast is produced by our wonderful Hufflepuff tier patrons. Yolanda, Wes, Samuel, RMG, Patrick, Nick, Lewis, Layla, Catherine, Gillian, Becca, Ashley, Emily, and Alexia. If you'd like to support this podcast, check out our Goblet of Wine Patreon, where you can also gain access to bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes content, and our Discord. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye! Bye.